Well, good evening for myself again. It's been great to be here today, great to have fellowship this morning. It's been a huge blessing and encouragement to me. I hope that I can be a blessing and encouragement to you tonight as we look at God's Word together. The verse that we're looking at is one of the famous benedictions, if you like, closing prayers or exhortations, which we find in the New Testament written by the Apostle Paul at the end of his letter to the church in Corinth. So if you have a Bible, you might want to look it up. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. And that on the Pew Bible is page 1157. Getting to the end of this great New Testament letter, and Paul writes to that readership, to that church family in Corinth. Therefore, my dear brothers, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. First Corinthians is one of the most famous letters, I suppose, of the New Testament. And up until this point, Paul has been through a whole range of different subjects. And in some ways, it's been quite a grueling letter. If you'd been the recipient of it, you would have taken uh, time to read this and felt you had probably been taken to task in a number of areas. Paul has plowed through problem after problem after problem when it came to what was going on in that church in Corinth. He has dealt with everything from church cliques to the hot potato of spiritual gifts. He has gone from basic manners to high doctrine. And 1 Corinthians is a reminder that church can be a sticky and, dare I say, a difficult place at times. The Christian life, of course, is full of challenges. And sadly, many of those challenges are in-house. And that, of course, can be particularly discouraging. We expect that it will be hard going out there. We expect that outside in the world a world that doesn't know God, doesn't have great time for Jesus Christ, that it will be a battle, that we will be knocked, that we will pay a price for our faith. But when the hassle and discouragement comes from other Christians, then that can be all the more disconcerting. But whether it is difficulties inside or outside the church, when you add it all up together, it can be tempting for Christians to want to throw in the towel. And sadly, some do. They get to a point where they feel that it is too much, where the discomfort and the cost is more than they want to bear and to pay. And they turn away from Christ and from the church. Others, however, and this is perhaps more common and more subtle, just take their foot off the gas as the years go by. They quietly sink into the background, no longer active, and involved as they once were. It's a way to avoid the tensions, the hassles, the upheaval that service and involvement in the life of a local church can create. Because no doubt about it, those things can be wearing. If you've not had that experience yet in your Christian life, let me assure you it will just be a matter of time. Which is why Paul the Apostle wants to remind us as he comes to the end of a letter that has been wrestling with a lot of those kind of issues that our labor, that your labor 
is not in vain. The effort, the snash, if you say that over here, but in Glasgow, the snash, the hassle, the tears, the tiredness, they're not pointless. They're not purposeless. But they have value and they mean something as we seek to give our lives to the Lord Jesus Christ. Immediately before this verse in chapter 15, Paul has been talking about the resurrection. And the resurrection, of course, is the great hope of the Christian. Our great hope as Christians is not ultimately in floating about disembodied in the clouds somewhere up there. It is in resurrection day. The hope of new creation, of new bodies, of new life that is freed from all that restrains and hinders and taints and wearies us now. That hope is the reason why Paul can give us the great therefore at the start of verse 58. Therefore, my brothers, stand firm. Let nothing move you. On that day, it will all be worth it. On that day, you'll be glad you kept going. On that day, the only regrets, if there are any regrets at all, will be that we didn't give even more of ourselves to the Lord and to his people. Stand firm, immovable. Paul wants us to be stubborn in standing and following and serving Christ and his people. Be stubborn about doing good. Be stubborn about forgiving people. Be stubborn about serving people. Mark Dever in one of his books has a great little phrase where he encourages people to be difficult to offend. He says, be a difficult person to offend in church. Be difficult to be put off in serving Christ. Be difficult to be put off being involved and committed in church life and in ministry. Be a difficult person to put off from turning up, from contributing. I'm now thoroughly middle-aged. Not that I needed to tell any of you that. That's very evident. I saw some photographs recently, uh, family photographs, and I kind of wondered who the kind of old grey guy was that needed to lose a stone and then realized it was me. And it's very easy as you become middle-aged, very easy for middle-aged Christians to just become middle-of-the-road Christians. Very easy for our zeal and commitment just to become yet another part of us that is starting to sag. Rather, says Paul, give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord. Another translation says, be always abounding in the work of the Lord. This is the call not to become minimal in our efforts and commitment for Christ. It's an easy situation to fall into, of course, as the years drift by. We can get into good habits, you know, good habits in our youth. But actually, as the years go by, those good habits just become routines and they no longer really stretch us anymore. They no longer really push us further forward than we'd got to at the point where we put those particular good habits in place. Let me give a very practical example, if I may. The 
standing order perhaps that you set up for your giving to some ministry or mission or the church and you set it up in faith and commitment and sacrifice but it's now run for a few years to the extent that you don't even notice it really it's just one of those many direct debits and so forth and perhaps Paul would call us to push it out again to experience the blessing of stretching ourselves afresh and that is equally true I'm sure when it comes to our evangelism and our personal prayer and our service because Paul wants us to know that nothing done for Jesus will be a waste of time the present trials will fall away and only what was done for Jesus will remain but finally very finally and crucially this is not about us proving ourselves to God or proving ourselves again to God it's not about earning God's approval or trying to generate some good divine opinion of us now look at verse 57 but thanks be to God he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ Paul's very clear we already have the victory we already have all the security we could ever want in Christ there's nothing to add to that giving ourselves fully abounding in the work of the Lord is not about paying God back but it is to use the freedom the new life the new status as sons and daughters of the most high God to live life to its full potential for the blessing of others and the glory of God therefore my brothers stand firm let nothing move you always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain and may God bless these thoughts from his holy word